and welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, aka I'm a potato. <gasps> I love it! I love it! You know I love it! <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is when she... <laughs> My favorite She's like, no, you're a tomato. She's He's like, potato. She, what? <laughs> she was like, uh, I thought you said I was <laughs> I thought you said I was a potato. <laughs> <laughs> and her mom goes, No, you're a tomato. What are you? I was a potato. <laughs> <laughs> that little video brings me so much joy. <laughs> it's really cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. Plus, I like potatoes a lot. Too. I like potatoes and tomatoes, so it's it's awesome. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, Doyen, what have you been up to, and what are you drinking? Uh, what have I been up to? Um, of course, black is king is a thing, and we're definitely going to discuss it later. Um, apart from that, not a whole lot. I've just been sitting at home, sitting. Um, as far as when I've been drinking, my sister actually told me, she tried it at, like, the liquor store, and then she called me and told me about it, and then I had to go get it. So, basically, it's a hibiscus vodka, mm. but with lemonade, it kind of just brings out the flavor even more. So, I'm having a hibiscus like a lemonade. That sounds that sounds gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pink. You know I like pink stuff. So mm-hmm. Works. Good. Well honestly, I really haven't been up to much either. Um had a lot of television this past weekend weekend. Um watching the alienist and i thought long and hard about you know live tweeting it but the alienist is kind of complicated i gotta pay attention so sorry guys i did not live tweet that one um new season of umbrella academy i just been catching up on everything so been a lot of that going on tonight i am drinking a (laughs) mojita rita And of course, it just combines a mojito and a margarita. Um, so the recipe called for two teaspoons of sugar, and that just sounded like too much work. And about to stir up all this sugar. So, I mean, not that that's a lot, but you know, stirring it until it dissolves. Nobody's gonna do that. So I did use a simple syrup. But other than that, I followed the directions pretty closely. Just some mint leaves tequila it's doing fault that i am hooked on tequila now um <laughs> i did so the recipe tried to shame me into like squeezing fresh lime juice and i just i wasn't gonna do it also i didn't have any limes <clears throat> so <laughs> i used my uh santa cruz cucumber lime juice and um yeah i used simple syrup instead of the sugar and then of course I topped it off with a little club soda. So I can have mm. a little fizz. <laughs> not, <laughs> not doing this with you. Look, it's hot, okay? You gotta have a little fizz to be refreshing and cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I've been doing. Trying to stay cool. It's been like this weekend was okay. 
But for some reason, yesterday was like super hot. I don't know. I've just been trying to stay cool. <laughs> so I picked all of my tomatoes off of my tomato plant. I don't think it's going to make any more. Yeah, I don't think mine so either. I'm going to start preparing for my fall garden. So I'm, I'm going to grow some college greens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and maybe some lettuce. And, you know, I'm excited about seasonal gardening. Um, now you're making me think, do I want to have a fall garden? <laughs> yes. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted some microgreens. And yeah. I bought a kit that I thought had seeds in it, but it was everything but the damn seeds. So... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I know, right? That was stupid. So, I don't know. But I might think about a fall garden. Mm. Yeah, I picked the last of my tomatoes. I don't think anything else is going to come of it. Um, my bell pepper never produced any fruit. It just bloomed beautiful yellow blooms all over the place. But no fruit. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think my jalapeno is still trying to <coughs> drop some more jalapenos, so... That one gets to stay. I think herbs are going to be fine. Um, but yeah, I'm going to prepare my tomato pot for college greens. <laughs> Only kind of greens I will venture to eat. Well, when I say greens, when I say greens, I'm talking about either collards, cabbage, or mustard, or turnips. That's what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. greens. I'm not including, like, spinach and kale and things like that. I do like spinach. I do like kale. But I'm talking about the type of greens that my granny cooked, and mm -hmm. I don't like them. <laughs> I will eat cabbage if I cook it or if my mama cooks it. Granny, like, smothers it, and they're all, I don't like that. I'll fry it. I'll fry the cabbage, like, with some bacon. And I'll eat that. I'll eat cabbage and stuff. But I just, yeah, I'm real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I don't like a lot of vegetables, but I love me some greens. So. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to bring, I'm gonna have to make sure you get some of Granny's greens. I don't eat greens, but everybody who does loves her greens. So. And my pan trap. Thank you. <laughs> Um, speaking of somebody <laughs> who looks like they've been eating up on some greens, let's talk about Beyonce. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. I text um one of, in one of my group chats. I don't even know. It may have been with you. I don't know. But one of them, I said, I tell you what, if I don't know nothing else, I know Beyonce is fine as fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why is she so fine? <laughs> like, I'm jealous, jealous. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, and I felt like she was more comfortable in her body with this. Like, I just, I don't want her to get back to, like, starving herself like Coachella. I'm like, yeah. Girl. And even, like, even when she goes on tour, she starts off thick, but she does it so much that she loses weight by the end. Yeah. And so I'm like, she looked, she looked cornbread fed mm -hmm. and happy in this one. Um, of course, we love Blue. We stand Blue. I love her so much. <laughs> oh, my God. I I don't cry, but I felt like my eye was getting hot when Blue was singing. You know what? <laughs> I just... So, 
I expected to cry a lot during I've been calling it black ass king because somebody said that on Twitter <laughs> and now that's all I can say. So I thought I was gonna mm-hmm. cry a lot, but I didn't. But I did tear up during Brown Skin Girl as if I had never heard the song before or yeah. whatever. It was just so beautiful. The whole thing was very aesthetically pleasing. Like just beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah. I love the um leopard convertible. Mm. I was like, this is energy. <laughs> In fact, like after all of this, I was like, I gotta go buy some more leopard because I feel like the team wants me to have leopard. <laughs> I have never been fond so. of animal prints, so I'm gonna let you have it. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at a pair of leopard shoes in front of me right now. I just got, finally got my, like, fake Birkenstocks from China. I ordered them in May and got here August the 1st in their leopard print. Oh, <laughs> so, just so you know. I'm still trying to... Oh, and a leopard sweater in front of me, oh. too. Like, I have a scarf that's leopard print, but that was a gift. <laughs> so... <laughs> um. I've got to find, I've still been trying to find a picture of the guy that I thought was so hot so that y'all know who Mm -hmm. I'm talking about. I thought he was Scar, but he's not Scar. Scar's the one in the red blazer. But he was the one, he had on all this gold jewelry and he was carrying this big ass snake. I feel like it was a boa constrictor. He had a gap. I just wanted to Wasn't he one of the rappers? He might be, but I don't know him. He might Mm -hmm. be, but I don't know him. I I, I want to sit on his face i mean i thought it was cute when uh they had a painting of um is it childish gambino yeah childish gambino or was it donald glover i don't know whichever one it was that's the same person Um, in move forever no oh Donald Glover said they're not the same oh, person, so they're not the same gotcha. person. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I like to respect people's wishes on what they like yeah. to be called. So, okay. Donald Glover said, Childish Gambino, I don't know her. Okay. <laughs> okay. I must have. I mean, it's very tongue in cheek, but yeah, he definitely is like, uh, that's somebody else. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I must have missed that part. I don't know if I remember seeing um, a painting of him, but it was all a lot to take in. It was in Mood Forever. And, um, yeah. Because he was in Mood Forever. So, um, I thought I loved it. It just gave me all the good feels. Um, okay, I'm going back to Brown Skin Girl. Her and Kelly. That's what <laughs> made me tear up. That was so adorable. Yeah. yeah where was Michelle? So much. My friend was like, where is Solange? And I'm like, huh. Solange may have been... Not that that doesn't mean she couldn't be in anything, but I feel like she was behind the camera. Because she did a lot Maybe. of stuff for Lemonade, didn't she? Yeah, I she did. Know. She did a lot of the direction and stuff. Like, she played a huge role in that. So I feel like she probably was behind the camera. But who knows? But I think most of the people in Brown Skin Girl were mentioned in the lyrics of Brown Skin Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And Michelle, and I, I, I get that, but I don't know. I mean, she, Michelle didn't have to be in Brown Skin Girl. She wasn't in anything. Mm-hmm. I just thought, where's Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say that I, I wasn't disappointed, but 
I was expecting more of a movie slash musical and not a visual album, which is kind of what it was. So that's why she called it. (laughs) Well, I did not hear that part. All I heard is Black Ass King and I was expecting something else. And I wasn't the only one. Pretty much everybody on my timeline was like, this is great. Not what I was expecting, but it was great. So yeah, on the trailer she said it was no, a no, no. Album. I avoided all trailers because I didn't want any. I didn't want any spoilers. How are you supposed to know? No, that's fine. <laughs> I didn't have to know. I'm I'm happy being surprised. I did not want anything spoiled, so I didn't look at any trailer. Uh, what was crazy was like so many commercials for it kept coming on like regular cable TV. Like I kept having to mm-hmm. turn away or turn the channel or go in the kitchen or something. And it was like, Beyonce really got Disney to pay her to do this black ass masterpiece and advertise it. Like it was, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love her. Indeed. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move along to our current events. Um, this was another thing that was amazing. So, in the history of O Magazine, we have always seen Oprah. Not like I've ever complained. But this month, she took a break and decided to honor Brianna Taylor with a cover of O. And um, they had a digital artist do it. And it was just such a gorgeous picture of her. And once again, it's kind of like with her and Sandra Bland. I've seen their face enough where I, like, I see them and I'm like, oh, that's one of my friends. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> like, my brain has registered as a person in my life. Yeah. But um, I thought it was beautiful that they took time to tribute Breonna Taylor. Yeah, and bring some attention to the situation because her murderers, and I know that people have started calling them by name. I don't remember their names. So, but that murderers. her murderers... Well, and I do think it's important to call them by name. I absolutely do so that they don't get to fly under the radar, but I don't know their names. So I just think Mm -hmm. it is important to call like to that and get her murderers justice. Serve them justice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. I really like the art. Yes, I did too. I did too. Visual person. Because it really looks very realistic. Like, it was, like, a selfie she took or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> next up, um, I was just very confused as to how any of this was happening. So, Master P claims that J. Cole is seriously training to play in the NBA. And I was like, just so many things. Like, why are we still listening to Master P? <laughs> okay, we're not going to shade Master P. We're not going to do that. But when was the last time we talked about Master P on this podcast? Well, that's us not talking about him, but he's talked about okay. a lot. Well, so J. Cole is currently focused on making the NBA roster. I didn't see how tall J. Cole was, but... I mean, so uh. I guess... I mean, well, you know, Master P fits into this because he did make... I forgot what team he made, but he made one of the NBA teams... And so I guess that's where he fits in. But I had no idea this was taking place. And when I saw, um, when you gave me the article, I was like, oh, 
So this is why my timeline was talking about J. Cole playing basketball. And I was like, J. Cole at the time like this? Who cares about him playing basketball? Like I had no idea what was really going on. And so yeah. like the article put it all together for me. Because I wasn't even that interested it's enough just, to like search it. I was just like, I don't really care yeah. about him playing basketball. It's just weird that like this late in life, it's like, ooh, I want to play professional sports. So you're coming up against people who have played it. God exactly and that's how a lot of people were like um and i don't really know the age difference as far mm-hmm. as when master p did this but it felt like it wasn't that much time in between him playing college ball and then him trying out for an nba team i yeah. don't know and I don't know if J. Cole ever made his college team. Yeah. So I don't know any of this. I don't know, but, but. I like that Master P was just kind of like, I mean, if you mess up, they're going to tell you apart. <laughs> right. Like, I like him keeping it real. They have some kind of No Limit documentary going on right now. My timeline was talking about that. And I don't know where what channel it's on or where it is but i'm gonna find it because i bet it's interesting you don't have to that's fine okay all right but <laughs> okay so um i actually saw this on my timeline because i actually follow tamar i forget that i do but i do um and then of course this article kind of talks about it a little bit more so tamar uh was hospitalized for a suicide attempt some weeks ago so she took to her Instagram account to post a lengthy message regarding what let her attempt to take her life. And she was very open about reality TV being the blame. Mm-hmm. Um, she said um, one of the things that really hit me was the fact that she said that like she cried for help and it went totally ignored. She said, I was no longer living. I was existing for the purpose of a corporation's gains and ratings. And that killed me. And so... I I love Tamar. I think she's goofy as hell. But um, at the same time, like, because I remember I was watching Celebrity Big Brother, and I wasn't really paying attention, and then they were like, Tamar won. So then I had to watch all of the season, because I was like, how did Tamar win? Because nobody liked her. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Like, nobody, like, she didn't have any close like true bonds at first and things like that but somehow she went but um yeah so I think because she has like gotten most I mean she is an amazing singer I'm not taking that away from her but most of her recent attention has been off of reality shows and reality shows are so toxic and so I really hope that she can like you know take a step back and you know breathe and find another way to make money that's not toxic for her health yeah even the ones that aren't necessarily toxic, that has to be mm-hmm. that has to be draining to have cameras in your face all the time. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's just like I get to fail and make mistakes and wake up looking ugly without the world knowing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. I just um Tamar 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 needs to you know talk to someone I pray that she gets the help she needs 
and Mm -hmm. you know recover and get to a good place yeah love and light to her and if she wants me to be her best friend i may be here (laughs) (laughs) you know i am convinced that tamar doesn't know how to have friends but that's a different story for a different day (laughs) you know i'm a cancer and i think that i can fix broken people (laughs) it's right along the lines of my normal stress um (laughs) So next up, Essence said this, but um, I said, don't call it a comeback. Seriously. But Essence says, the Jerry Curl is back, and here's why you'll want to try it. And I'm like, I read the whole article. I still didn't find a reason why I wanted to try it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, do you know how many pillowcases we lost in the 90s over Jerry Curl? That is one. That is one. Uh, hairstyle. I was trying to think of a different word, but it left my brain. But that is one thing that I am so thankful that my parents did not let me do. I wanted one so bad. You just don't understand <laughs> how I begged for one as a little girl. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't want the Jerry curl. I want the leisure curl. Because <laughs> one of my friends had it in school and her hair was so long. And I just wanted that leisure curl so bad. And they were like, no, ma'am. And I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get what they're trying to say. And they're saying that the gel is good for, like, wash and go. But I'm just like, I have, isn't it a whole lot of chemicals? <laughs> actually, Should I not put that in my natural hair? <laughs> I have actually seen this before. Um... And it's been some years ago, because I, I I remember what apartment I was living in when I saw it on YouTube, just one night when I was just, you know, perusing, and yeah, but it's the, it's not the chemicals that you use to set the Jerry Curl, because when you get it, you, I don't know if you had a Jerry Curl, if you know anyone who had one, but it had a very distinct smell, it's not though. <laughs> It's not those chemicals that she used to set the ger- the curl. So it's the activator gel, but I just yes, I don't know the difference. I don't know the full Jerry curl. Right, process. it's a process. You had to get your hair like <laughs> rotted with these special little rods, and then there's this chemical stuff that they put in it. There's activator, then there's the gel. The activator is the shit that was messing up everything. <laughs> so yeah. So people are putting, well, they call it the activator gel is what they're putting in their hair. And I'm like, I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw a few people on YouTube and it looked cute, but I mean, I'm not going to try it. Now, mm-hmm. for those of you who may or may not know, like, Doya has locks, but I do have somewhat natural hair. <laughs> I say somewhat natural because I do still get a perm. About once a year. <laughs> Just when I can't take it anymore. But I've never set off to... I never set off on a natural... I mean, I did before, years ago, and I did have natural hair for a while back years ago. But now, I never set out to have natural hair. It's just that I needed to stop perming my hair so much. So... Yeah. Yeah. But anywho. It's kind of like... Try it. I'm lying. <laughs> I about to say lying. Um... <laughs> It's kind of like how some people put texturizer just to loosen their curls up. That's what this seems like yeah, to me. Yeah, that's exactly like, what it seems like to me too, Doyen. And I'm not yeah. interested. 
Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> so, Nanny alludes to mistreatment from Bravo amid contract negotiations. So tired of Nanny. <laughs> and so part of it is she's talking about how, like, four-year series stars um, are getting Bravo spinoffs, and they're mostly white people. So Kim Zolciak was not in- interesting on the show. And so the fact that she had a white spinoff, a white spinoff, a spinoff show was like, why? <laughs> Kim wasn't interesting to us, but Kim's spinoff did numbers. Her spinoff did numbers. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Nene, and I'm not saying Nene's wrong, like, at all. She, I, I'm not saying she's wrong. But it's hard for me to take her seriously because she tweets out this stuff and then she'll say, Black Lives Matter. And it's like, girl, don't tag Black Lives Matter to your gripes about your fucking contract i'm sorry and like i don't know um i never watched vanderpump but from my understanding it did numbers as well um Mm -hmm. candy oh yeah yeah. candy got a real spin i was about to say candy and portia portia didn't get a spinoff portia got a special and nene's had a couple of specials but Candy had a bona fide spinoff that had like maybe two or three seasons. But Nene has done a lot of this to herself. And it's just like, girl. At the same time, if Nene leaves a show, I mean, I already don't watch it. Like, what reason do we have to watch the show? <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I don't think people are check. I respect Nene as. I respect her as the housewife of Atlanta. And I think most people mm-hmm. do, but she's not pulling the numbers that she thinks she is. Plus, she shitted on Bravo so much the first time she left. The first time mm-hmm. she left and she talked down about them and she would never do reality TV again. And and I just think it's like, girl, I think you should definitely demand what you're worth and i think she should stick to that however um i just don't want to hear about it (laughs) i just want you i mean you know present what it is stop blaming everybody else take some accountability Mm -hmm. for why things didn't go the way you think they should go and stop blaming it on everybody. Because, you know, she blames Candy for her not getting a spinoff. She blames everybody. I like Nene, so you're not going to be able to logically convince me well, otherwise. Well, <laughs> I did not like her. I like her too, but I like I also like things to make sense. And I like for people to take ownership in what they do. And just because I like you doesn't mean I'm not going to hold you accountable. And Nene's just, she <laughs> she keeps doing it. And what's crazy is every time she does it, Twitter drags her ass for putting Black Lives <laughs> Matter on there when you talking about your damn contract. No, that's yeah, not what this that is about. That part is weird. Yeah. Well, but I, I do, right. Nene is good TV when she cooperates. Mm-hmm. She's good yeah. TV. So I do hope to see her back. Um, I, I feel like that season or those couple seasons where she wasn't there, the girls really got along, but the show was also really boring. So Mm -hmm. she's good TV. 
Yeah. Just throw in some Nini and some Marlo, some Razzle Dazzle. Some Razzle Dazzle. I love it. <laughs> um, and uh, Sheree. <laughs> I, miss, I miss Sheree. I miss Phaedra. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just. These new girls, I'm just like, like I, they here? keep trying to revamp the show, and I'm like, can you just bring back who we ask you to bring back and stop trying right. to do new shit? <laughs> Speaking of, I do have to watch Marriage Celebrity Boot Camp just because Phaedra's on it. I don't even know who's Medina. Is he a rapper? I have no idea, but Twitter keeps saying that she don't even like him. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> it seems like honestly, like the ads are just like, hey. Phaedra's here, and you see a picture of her and him, and he she's like sitting like five feet away, <laughs> and they don't even look like they're into each other. But we're just, I'm just happy to see Phaedra on a regular basis. That's it. I need to watch it too, but yeah, I I don't know who he is. I wonder is he Mr. Oh. Chocolate? No, I think I found out no, who that was, no. and I forgot already. Wasn't he a stripper? I don't remember. <laughs> um. Yeah, because it was like the hip hop edition, but I feel like Medina. Oh, so like maybe some he is. Yeah, because several of the other people on there are rappers or rappers in quotes. Because <laughs> yeah. Hazel Hazel E is on there. <laughs> pop my butt, pop 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 my butt. <laughs> oh, he was on Love and Hip Hop New York, or no, just Hip Hop New York. Oh, really? No, that's somebody else. That's a girl. I don't know. Who is Medina? We don't know. Did you watch? Did you we used to? Know. What did you ever watch? Iyanla? Not regularly. Did you see when Hazel E was on there? No. <laughs> she made. She made Hazel quote her rap lyrics to a picture of Harriet no. Tubman. <laughs> oh, I remember those yeah, memes. Yeah, and she was standing in front of the picture like. Pop my butt. Pop, pop my butt. <laughs> Harriet did not Harriet deserve Harriet did not deserve that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. She did not ask for that. Anyways. So this week, um, this is follow up news from last week, and it's national news, but it just happens to be a Florida person. So mm-hmm. the cops arrested a 17 year old uh, Florida teen in the massive Twitter hack. And um, he's 17, and I think there's two other people that were in it. And, like, they said he made, like, $100,000 in, like, Bitcoin. But they're trying him as an adult, which is why people are actually, like, talking about him. Which, $100,000 <laughs> in Bitcoin is a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Wow. It, the fact that it was just $100,000 in one day is because it got caught pretty quickly. Yeah. But keep in mind that besides the amount of money stolen, it also could have destabilized financial markets and mayhem and hoopla and wahala. It's just <laughs> how hard they went, which they should. Which they, sh- I mean, yeah. but y'all still ain't did nothing about Russia. Y'all don't care about them interfering with our politics, right? I, I am so excited about today's. Uh, by our tonight's poor life decision and yes. i'm like it was time like they <laughs> there's so many bots and i just i feel yeah. like nobody's really going after them this hard no 
He had he yeah, had the right people. Is, yeah, I think he actually was working with Twitter employees. I think I read something else about that, but um, had to be. I read the headline. Let's listen. Let me not lie. In in um, preparation for this poor life decision, I read the headline. I didn't click the link. <laughs> but we are we are all going to resolve that we're going to click links to selection. Well, most of us, some of us, me. I do when I'm going to talk about it on the show. Yeah, it was when I was looking for this article in my browser because, you know, if you pull it up in Apple News, it goes to Apple News. I was looking it up and so Vice had an update for it. So it wasn't that like I was being lazy. I just didn't have time to like read through it. Excuses. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just telling you. You are, Anyways, and that's so wonderful. It's still an excuse. Go ahead. Do you want to do the rest of this podcast by yourself? <laughs> All I'm saying is if you do a show and you're bringing forth topics to be on the show, I don't have time. I would have been mad if you were like, hey, let me take a second to read this article. Okay. Okay. Well, I will read it later, and I will uh, call you so we can talk okay. about it in in. I probably won't answer, I but what I mean, it's all good. It's okay, I'll leave it on your voicemail. Oh, you 10. know what? Do that. <laughs> so I can, so anytime I'm sad, I can just listen to Zoya's voice. <laughs> I really do like the sound of I'm your done. voice when I'm feeling anxious. <laughs> well, good thing we have a podcast. I know, right? So you can listen to me. <laughs> Alrighty, so we are going to take a second to listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. All right. We're going to move along to our poor life decision. So, we are less than 100 days Ugh. to the election. Jeez Louise. And we are still, what people don't realize is how, said, well, how rampant misinformation is and how easy it is to fall into that trap. So, I remember earlier this year, I was listening to something on NPR and they were talking about there's a story that, like, because of COVID, like, the environment was so great. The swans were back in the um, in the canals of Venice and all this cute stuff. First of all, I, didn't, I never saw an article about it. I just, somebody else told me, and then I shared it with somebody else. But turns out it was fake news as fuck. Oh. <laughs> the canals are just the canals. Ain't no swans. Like, they I remember singing something like that too, but I didn't, I mean, I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, but it, hearing that it was fake news yeah. also upset me because I thought that like I do a great, or I try to do a good yeah. job of being vigilant yeah. about the information that I am taking in. And so the fact that, like, I also had to guard against other people's misinformation is also mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. tough. And it's like, especially right now, we do have to be vigilant and research things when people tell us. Yeah. It was hilarious because my aunt, most of the time, anytime an auntie level person sends me a video on WhatsApp, I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I'm pretty sure it's bullshit. I just don't. But there's one day my aunt sent me a picture and it was a family praying around Trump. And she was like, look, America's turning back to God. And I was like, Girl. that's the family. 
I mean, I didn't tell her that, but I was like, oh. that's a family. <laughs> Pretty sure I saw that same picture in, in the documentary. The documentary. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, you know, she's a Nigerian. And I was like, I know she's not going to, whatever. <laughs> I was like, that, you think that's the first time people pray? Okay. Right. <laughs> you think people don't fake the funk with prayer all the time? She sounds like granny. Right. <laughs> she sounds like granny. Mm-hmm. I think especially... Because they're just used to, like, the information being presented to them should be true. And so right. they definitely don't think critically through the right. things that they get. Right. So today, if y'all haven't guessed, the topic of our poor life decision is misinformation. <laughs> I am so excited about this topic. Do your thing, Doyen. <laughs> You're probably spreading misinformation. Here's how to stop. So this is a citizen's guide to not helping trolls, bots, and other online disinformers during turbulent times. Everyone knows you shouldn't feel a troll, but more than ever, you should not go out of your way to retweet, share, or follow one either. Um, I think a couple months ago, again, I was looking into, like, what are signs of a troll on Twitter? And I learned, like, if somebody has, like, a whole lot of retweets and likes... But they only had 23 followers. That's probably a troll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. They don't even have 23 followers to get them in front of all those people. You know? Right. <laughs> like, there's no way. Or they have, like, all these likes and retweets, but they just joined yesterday. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's little things like that. And it's really easy to engage with the tweet and then not go back and look at the Twitter account. And that's where I've learned to, like, sometimes I see something, I'm like, this looks a little crazy. Let me go look at a Twitter account and see what it's about. And a lot of people don't. They'll just retweet, right. share their opinion, and call it a day. So, um, we're currently in an infodemic. Misinformation from so-called trolls, bots, and other online agitators is spiking about the death of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, including, of course, the tsunami of falsehoods about the coronavirus. And people who care most intensely about these issues may be inadvertently spreading it further. A hard-learned lesson from social media meddling in the elections. To avoid being taken care of, we need to learn their ways and learn some new techniques of our own to challenge what we see on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, YouTube, Reddit, and Nextdoor. Which is hilarious because the other day this chick was like, there's a rubber duck on my car and I've learned that that's a way that people get into sex oh my trafficking. God. <laughs> and the people were like, well, I know Jeep owners put ducks on people's cars. <laughs> like, it's just nothing. They're just trying to be funny and cute, and it's not sex trafficking. But she would be like, be careful. It's sex trafficking. I'm like, oh my God. At one time, <laughs> there was this rumor, which I work in a very small town, and there was this rumor mm-hmm. that, like, any business or home well I don't know if they said homes but I know they said businesses that have like blue lights when they put blue lights up that means that they agree with Al-Qaeda and I was like what (laughs) I literally and these are people let me just say these are people that I work with people that have multiple degrees okay I Mm I I audibly was like what and I just got up and walked away because I was like, I cannot deal with this today. I cannot deal with the small town whites today. <laughs> it was like... Even like stuff when they're like, oh, if somebody flashes at you, oh, don't girl. pull over. 
because it's a game that one is so initiation. old <laughs> <laughs> and still keeps coming it back keeps and my mom keeps back. telling me <laughs> and I'm like first of all I'm not gonna pull over uh, if they flash at me knowing me and one of my lights are out and I'll just check when I get exactly. Them. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, all these fake gang initiations are <laughs> hilarious to me. But. <sighs> so within the time, this was in June, they're also talking about there's a hashtag DC blackout was used to post false claims that authorities had somehow blocked protesters from communicating from their smartphones. It started with an account that had just three followers, and Twitter took down an account with violent <laughs> rhetoric claiming to belong to a far left leaning national Antifa organization that was actually linked to a white nationalist group identified in Europa. So that was I want to I want to <laughs> say <laughs> that this is where the media doesn't take responsibility for their part because mm-hmm. far left. What is that? You know, and I don't like the way they frame Antifa because they know what that really is. And it is has nothing mm-hmm. to do with anything bad. Right. But. Just being anti-fascist. Anti-fascist. And it's like <laughs> they, in their reporting, in quotes, they frame it in a way words mean things, but not only words, tone means things. And mm-hmm. the way they frame it, like. Why did you frame it like that? Like far first okay. of all, there's no far left. I'm I mean Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. We gonna kill you over human rights. I mean, really, what is far left? I mean I'm okay with Antifa punching Nazis, but okay. I still don't think it's as crazy as like the Tea Party. Exactly. Or the KKK. Exactly. <laughs> and they're trying to make it seem like they are counterparts. And they're not. Yeah. They're not. So we're going to talk about four steps to help us um, stop misinformation or spreading information on our own. So step one is apply the brakes. People are too quick to share information that they can't personally vouch for. We need an internal speed bump. Emotion is a main tool that disinformers use to manipulate us. It turns out we're not very skeptical when we are scared and we have a lot of fear right now. So even if you do have a strong reaction, use that as a reminder to step away. Stop looking at it. Then come back in a few minutes and ask yourself, do I really know enough about it to share it? And I I am a big fan of, like, of course, most of the time I'm not sharing off of social media, but I'll see an article and I'll share it with my friends and things like that and just muse. But also, um, yeah, so that does get to be a rocky road, especially when it comes to social media. I try to use... um, mediums that I trust Mm -hmm. to share my information. Yeah. Um, This applies in particular to views you agree with. Our minds are wired to make shortcuts to find information that we already think is true. And being cognizant of that is half the battle. So um, it's just important to, like, like they said, take a step back and think about things before you actually start to share it. Disinformers uh, may also weaponize your family. One tactic is to goad people with language such as "share this if you really care." That's a digital equivalent of a chain letter. Please tell my mother that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> my mom doesn't do that. Like, 
she doesn't God. send me anything unless it's something I ask her for. Like, because I'm an infant and I don't know how to do things on my own. So I actually had to get her to send me like the deed to my house because I didn't know what I did. <laughs> but I know she had a copy. And so like she emailed it to me. Like that's the kind of emails my mom sent me. She's not going to send me stuff. Yeah. She... Also, my mom knows that, like, the only place my mom follows me is on Facebook. And she mm-hmm. knows that one wrong move and I will block her. Because it took <laughs> me forever to even let her follow me. And really the only reason why I did is because I'm, I'm not that active on Facebook anyway. So, like, mm-hmm. if she was on Twitter, hell no, I would not let her follow me at all. Like, I have an auntie who so... was following me on Twitter and I had to block her because I trusted her. And then she went back running her mouth about my tweets mm-hmm. no ma'am block <laughs> yeah i think especially i'm sure a lot of people who are first gen americans have the struggle so and went around when my dad passed my mom got on whatsapp and got active on whatsapp so people send her stuff and so she would send it to like our family group chat and half the time sometimes my siblings would be like that's not true. Why are you sharing this? So <laughs> she's learned. Yeah. She's learned to like, you know, not share everything she gets. It's so cute. But um, <laughs> it's still, yeah. Yeah. It's because it's like, it's funny because when we were the age of like chain letters, we kind of got it out of our system. So it's extra annoying that like we are done with yeah. that. And then now our parents are like. And I never did chain letters shit. because it was always annoying. So. I was just like, you know, they'd be like, your love life will be cursed yes, for 14 yes. years. And so I needed to share it. Cause it, would, <laughs> it would be like, pass this along or else you don't love Jesus. <laughs> See that one? For some reason, I was like, but Jesus knows I love him. But I was like, I'm not putting my love life to chance. It's not good. <sighs> uh, next up, check the source. Trying to evaluate facts can be difficult and time-consuming. Mm. Instead, take a few seconds to evaluate the reputation of the information source. Sometimes when I see an article with, like, a source that I don't really know, I'll scroll to the bottom of the page to see if it says anything about, like, it being satire yeah. or, <laughs> you Please know, stop sending me things whatever. from The Onion. I don't... I Yeah, it's not... <laughs> and I am not here to social media shame anyone. I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. I know you might think that I am, but I'm not. But... I had to take a Facebook break because mm-hmm. it was too much. And too many uh people that I know in real life um were reposting and tagging me in shit from the onion. This one guy that I really cannot believe that I used to bust it down for him, but anyway, he was <laughs> he's like reposting this article from I never pronounced it right. Breitbart. And I'm like, did you look at the source for that? And the thing about, and again, I am not social media shaming, but what I've noticed is with my friends who put the most of their social media time on Facebook, they didn't even know what Breitbart was. Like, Mm. it was like, oh, well, this is the source. And I'm like, you don't know. We don't believe anything. <laughs> it's like, no, we don't believe anything they say. So it's just. Yeah. 
I just want y'all to do a better job of checking your sources. That's all. That's all. So here's some rules of thumb for vetting sources. Uh, sometimes the immediate source is a family member or friend, and you need to check their Chick. source. So <laughs> again, it goes back to the whole like swans and the thing. Because I was just like, that's cute. I didn't care that much about it yeah. to like do my own research. Yeah. At the same time, it just shows how easy you can fall into misinformation. I'm pretty sure I said it to somebody else just because it was a cute yeah. story, but it really, you know, that it. Um, look how long the account has been around. So both for Twitter and Facebook, they both list a join date on profile pages. There's been a surge of social media accounts with less than 200 followers created in the past month, which is a common sign of disinformation efforts. The fake Antifa account that Twitter shut down was only a few days old. Um, does a person say who they are? If so, you could probably Google them. And going back to Twitter, a lot of times all these are fake accounts will be like, R, Y, N, and it's 16 yep. numbers. And yep. I'm like, that's not a real. Yep. <laughs> and the thing about it is, especially now, because Twitter display names take up so much space, a lot of people just don't pay attention to little things yeah. like that. Um, Glad said the person's most recent post, as well as ones from a few weeks ago, is a consistent. So sometimes I will go on there and they'll be saying some other just... They or they're not even saying anything. They're just retweeting a lot of stuff, and then sometimes they're just saying some. I know shit. one of the ones um, that I dug up because I went to check what they had tweeted, and <laughs> they basically they were tweeting the same thing over and over again, but just exchanging the company name or exchanging mm-hmm. like the celebrity name, and it was like, yeah. okay, don't get on my timeline with this no more, and I blocked them. And I reported them, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's little things, and the picture will tell you a lot too. That's one of the yeah. first things I do is I go to their page and I look in their media to see like, are there any real pictures here or like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but shit be looking shady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask yourself what puts them in a position to know about this topic is the source even in the place that it claims to have information about and if it claims to be a news outlet does it have a website a way to contact it a service called NewsGuard offers a web browser plugin that rates more than 4,000 news websites based on their records of publishing accurate information I love that I wish that more people would just indulge in our good sis Snopes where you can always catch a lie. And I wish they would actually live stream that in debates, but unfortunately. There was one debate. uh, I don't remember. I think it was the last presidential debate um, with the last election. And I think they did politico lot of time and Mm -hmm. like that is something that i wish people would utilize non-partisan groups who do nothing but fact check Mm -hmm. uh the one thing i do like about politico is it's kind of like a scale so sometimes Mm -hmm. they'll be like well what they're saying is kind of true 
this is why it's true, but this is why it's not. You know what I mean? So I like that they do that. Yeah. I was reading an article today from Politico, and they were talking about how, like, <coughs> Trump needs time to be able to win, and he doesn't have it. And I was like, this is political porn to me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> tell me more about how Joe Biden is uh, polling when high can... on undecided voters. When you get hot <laughs> under the collar. <laughs> yes. I was like, this is sexy. <laughs> oh, Trump is running out of time. <laughs> oh, that was good for me. Lastly, <laughs> lastly, if you're part of a movement, take time to figure out who really is a member of your community. You can avoid the traps of interlopers by only trusting information from verifiable accounts of leaders as opposed to whoever is shouting loudest online. So there is a Facebook post that they share. It was like being patriotic, and it's like like if you feel like that's gonna be a great week, and it's like shit yeah. like that. Like the people isn't like overtly political, but at the same time, Russia's internet research agency was using it to get more information. Mm. Which brings us to step two point five: don't trust cute things, <laughs> memes spread that spread like wildfire can be fun. Just know now that they're also weapons. Case in point, Russian accounts back in the lead up to the 2016 election shared many delightful images, such as the one with the golden retriever that we'll share in the article, uh, waving an American flag and saying, like, if you're going to think this is a great mm-hmm. week. Or they, like, appropriated puppies. They even used Beyonce memes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it just helps rope in these people so that they can share other stuff down the road. I think that one thing about it is you have to recognize when you are low-hanging fruit. So, mm-hmm. like, when it comes to mm-hmm. memes or gifts or things like that, I'm definitely low-hanging fruit. So, mm-hmm. I have to... Why is my computer trying to update Java? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Go away! So, anyway... You know, I realize that I am low-hanging fruit when it comes to things like that. You have to recognize that and, like, like you said, check the source, check where it's coming from, because I listen to uh, Slow Burn. Do you listen to Slow Burn? Mm-hmm. I have before. Okay, so for those of you who aren't familiar, they have a different topic or person and they each season and they kind of deep dive into it. So this season is David Duke. And, uh, you know, he, the KKK yes, guy? and he was grand dragon and deep into the KKK. Well, anyway, he wrote a book and he wrote a book under the guise of a black man. And I forgot the name he used, but it was some Afrocentric name. And, it was just so trollish and it was all about mm-hmm. like on the on the surface it looked like it was teaching you black pride but what it was really mm-hmm. teaching you was to like kill white people kill each other uh move back to africa like it was just a whole bunch of stupid shit but this is how they get you and he knew what mm-hmm. groups to um uh, approach with this book he knew what groups would be interested 
in this type of book that seems like on the surface is all about black pride and getting back to your roots and things like that. So you have to recognize when you're low-hanging fruit and when something matches. It's kind of like what you said, like if it sounds lining up with what you already think, if it sounds too good to be true, you just got to be able to recognize that. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that dumbass William Lynch letter that oh, keeps coming out. And it keeps coming out. <laughs> uh, every single time. Um, but, I mean, it's not like it's not true. It's just not accurate. Right. <laughs> right. There's no William Lynch, but we have been pitted against each other. And it's just anybody who's observing can see that. Anyways, um, step number three, become a citizen investigator. Sometimes a quick source check comes up inconclusive, but you're still really interested in the information they're sharing. Then it's time to perform what Caulfield calls lateral reading. Instead of digging deep into the information at hand, look across the internet for other sources. Mm -hmm. Questions to ask. Have any reputable fact-checking organizations looked into the claim? So that goes back to good sis notes. Um, did they, anybody else report the same thing, perhaps from a different angle? Where and when was the image or quote created? Try reverse image search on images.google.com. BuzzFeed recently debunked a post that more than, that had more than 15,000 retweets claiming McDonald's restaurant was burning during Minnesota protests, <laughs> but the picture was actually taken in Pennsylvania. Same. I'm just proud of BuzzFeed for actually doing it. Listen, when you, when you said that, I thought BuzzFeed, of all people, doing real right. journalism. See your mate. BuzzFeed's out there doing better than you. Uh, okay. And then lastly, when you find misinformation, correct it carefully. Concerned citizens can and should help others not fall for misinformation by leading a trail of breadcrumbs to the truth. Research shows people are less likely to share information when someone has commented with a fact check, says Caulfield. But do so with caution. Resharing the original with a comment can sometimes help to amplify the original source. A better idea used by some professional fact checkers is to take a screenshot of the image or video and then draw a red X through it and share okay. it. Um, if you're commenting on someone else's post, just remember most people do not like being correct. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I... I go through the comments of other people's posts all the time, and I do find it helpful when people are like, hey, this is not quite correct. correct. Here's an article to read to get right. the right information. A lot of people go about that in a very, you know, I'm just trying to educate you type of way, and I can appreciate mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, but don't make a fight out of being right. right. If you do, there's a wide body of social science that would indicate that they'll probably have a reaction that makes them double down on whatever yeah. they thought to begin with because you just made them feel stupid. Yeah. Like so, the when I mentioned there's nice ways. when I mentioned um the guy that reposted that article from Breitbart, um, another lady from my hometown was in the comments and she so eloquently and kindly pointed out that this is not a source you should trust. And she like gave bullet points. Like she did the work. Because when I saw it, I rolled my eyes and I just kept going. But like <laughs> the way she let him know that this is not a and his response to it was, you know, thank you. And he was like, I had never heard of this organization before. I didn't know that they weren't reputable. And he was and she, 
she was like, I can point you to some other information if you would like. And he's like, sure, you know, thanks. So it really does matter how you approach people. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody also talked about how do you do it right? So one of the people, Mitchell, saw a family member share a video containing coronavirus misinformation. At first she was outraged, but then she was like, let me watch all the video through to understand what resonated with her relative. Mm-hmm. Which ended up being a distrust of government rooted in a notorious Tuskegee. And that's how they study. get to us. Yeah. So there's always a kernel of truth. Yep. So when you're dissecting it, you have to find that truth and address the truth and then say the rest of yep. the life. So yep. um, we will definitely post this in the show notes. I just want y'all to, um, you know, take a moment and just read through it because a lot of times it is so easy to fall into the trap of what people say especially on twitter i'm not really i probably i'm sure there's like some of course i'm on like a facebook group of people who hate trump and they post memes all the day <laughs> but um, <laughs> and you know like for the most part i don't take a lot of truth or information from facebook uh-uh. um, <laughs> but like twitter is where i spend a lot of my yeah. time and so just like being able to spot out the people who are really out here to spread misinformation and just get ideas for myself. And a lot of times there's a lot of things that like it's dumb stuff and I might not like put much stock yeah. into it, but things that are going to affect my decisions, especially yes. my voting decision. Yes. It's really important. I've done a pretty good job of streamlining my timeline as well. So like you mm-hmm. said, things that are important I'm going to look into it, but I've also done a good job of cleaning up my timeline. So most of the people that I follow do the same thing. All right, education. Yeah, and I have muted Trump since 2016. Listen, somebody, (laughs) who was on my timeline the other day? Oh, never mind. Shemanye. And the thing is, I have muted him. I have have blocked Mm. him, which I think is stupid when people block celebrities because it's like it ain't like you trying to follow me but i did it to keep from seeing it and somehow he still ends up on my timeline so (laughs) and trump too i've blocked him i've muted him i have even like put all kind of variations of his name Mm -hmm. in the little you know mute section and still he ends up on my timeline Yeah, sometimes people will be responding to him. I'm like, let me go see what this dumbass is. I think people also do the screenshots because they know a lot of people have him muted and blocked. Both of those young men. Yeah. I think people know. Yeah. (laughs) Also, sassy as black sports online. What is that? But they also blocked me, so. What is. Some. (laughs) What? It's this website, media website called Black Sports Online. But all they did was gossip, and I'd be like, I thought y'all were a sports website, so they blocked me at some point. Anyways, this year, it comes out that they have, like, a lot of sexual allegations. And I'm like, hmm. I knew it. My discerning spirit knew it. It did. It did. <laughs> Listen to Doyle. And if they, you know what? Right. They should have heeded that and be like, you know what? She's right. We should stick to the sports. Land be knowing. But no. <laughs> mm. I don't even know if I'm blocked by anyone. That's fine. <laughs> It's like some people like <laughs> I sure I am. <laughs> There's a segment that I used to call slow mob. <sighs> Anyways, he blocked me. <laughs> I would 
would not be surprised if a lot of (laughs) alphas have not blocked you. (laughs) I have quite a few alphas. (laughs) But I was just like, I couldn't even be mad because I'm like, I really do did call you slow mob regularly. (laughs) So (laughs) couldn't even be mad. Anyways, so we're gonna move on to the favorite part of the pod to buy you a drink. Um, I'll go first. Unless you want to go first. Okay. No, because I forgot. Okay. So, I'm not sure if I've done this before or not. But, tonight, I want to buy a drink for a clean house. Okay? Because, (laughs) you all know I've been having, like, issues with my air conditioner. So, I haven't really been cleaning, cleaning. Like, I've just been kind of picking up. And, you know, my place wasn't nasty or nothing like that, but I haven't been deep cleaning because, of course, when I do that, I get hot. So, now that I have a better air situation, um, this <laughs> weekend, like, I really, really cleaned and I steamed the floors and I did everything that needed to be done. And <sighs> there is nothing like a good old bubble bath. <laughs> In a in a sparkling clean bathroom, <laughs> like I even cleaned off my counter in my bathroom, and that rarely happens. But and right. <laughs> I mean, not right. But no, I, mean, I know you I know. know. <laughs> and it's lucky again today, but still, I digress. Uh, <laughs> like, there's nothing like a nice clean house to just settle your spirit. So, buy a drink for a clean house, and. Buy a drink for me, strongly considering finding a housekeeper because I am lazy. I'm just waiting on the germs to settle. <laughs> it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I just say, because coronavirus, I don't want somebody in my house. All oh, the time. you know what? That is true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Well, I guess I'm cleaning up on my own for a while. <laughs> yep. Okay. Who are you buying a drink for? I'm going to buy a drink for my friend, Crystal. (laughs) So she came over Friday and we watched Black is King together. Oh, that was fun. But also, she brought me my belated birthday present. And she bought me a new charcuterie (gasps) board with, like, gold, like, cheese cutters and, like, forks and spoons, like the little tiny ones. And it was just so cute. And I was like, you get me. And I was like, I love a good themed birthday present. Ooh. And she knows that. And so she did that for me. And then afterwards, um, we were elevated. And <laughs> we are like, what else should we watch? And I was like, hey, I have Obsessed on DVD. Oh and she's like, let's watch it. And I'm like, yes. I was cracking up at that I want to be movie. elevated. <laughs> It was hilarious. I loved it. I was just like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> times. You came in my house. You touched my baby. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, and I can't believe I went to an and actual fact theater that, like, to see that. <laughs> I don't know if I, I did, did, but I definitely But I was on a it. date. I owned it, but I um, we got ready to watch it. And the sticker was still at the top of the DVD. You had never, you had never watched it? No. Oh, Lord. But we watched it. Um, 
But yeah, it was a great time. I I enjoy her presence in my Good. life. And she listens to the podcast sometimes. So, Hi, girl. Um, when she listens, she'll be blushing. Hey, friend of the pod. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, friend of the pod. So, so Dillian, tell people how they can talk to us and get in contact with us. So, we are on the Twitter as PLD Pod. Um, like I said, it's just a whole lot of randomness. <laughs> Though, the other day, um, I tweeted our friend of the pod, Rabbit, and was like, hey, can Trump delay the election? He's like, absolutely not. I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my way of like misinformation. Well, it wasn't even misinformation. So because Trump said he was like, we should delay the election. Mm, if Trump says sure it, we know it's misinformation. Happen. <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely can't happen because the laws from like the 1800s in Congress. 1776. <laughs> Pardon me. Are you in reverse? <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so, we are also on Instagram at Poor Life Decision. Please follow us so that you can know of every alcohol holiday. Because guess who's going to tell us about listen, every alcohol holiday? Get your holiday. coins together, okay? Because Jordan <laughs> will have you stopping by the liquor store every day. Every day. <laughs> it's, I didn't make these holidays. They just happen. <laughs> But uh, today was white wine day, yes. and I do have a white wine in the fridge. Yes, ready I actually me. stopped and got one today because of COVID, <laughs> so there's that. I don't even You're drink welcome. white wine, but uh, here we are. Uh, I love Sauvignon Blanc, usually from New Zealand. Um, I like the effects. Yeah. Yeah, I like white wine. Um. You can also check us out on Etsy. Our Etsy page is for Life Decision. One word. Um, you can get a shirt there that says may contain alcohol because if you're anything like us, <laughs> you may contain alcohol. And there's also a sticker and a mug. So get you out of that. It's going to be That's great. Right. Um, you can also diddy bop to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five star review. Because why? The other ones don't, they don't work. The other ones don't work. Chris <laughs> said they don't work. It's broken. Uh, if you do leave us a review, just slide us a DM and um, send us a screenshot and your address, and we will send. A lot of y'all are leaving reviews but not DMing us. I know you mm-hmm. want your sticker. It's cute. Mm-hmm. I mean. Get your sticker. DM us. Let us know you left yeah. that review so we can send you a cute, cute sticker. Yes. And um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> email. Just that quick. Yeah, you can always email <laughs> us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Let us know what you want to talk about as far as poor life decisions go. Yep. Um, yeah, but that wasn't what I wanted oh. to say. I forgot. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Vodka. <laughs> well, as always, I'm just encouraging everyone to please keep up your skincare routine. I understand that the Go oh, ahead. be sure to sign up for our emails on the website. This week, I spent hours working on a beautiful cute. email, and I would love for y'all to see it. We talk about things like everything from our skincare, our favorite foods and drinks. Um, this past month, we were talking about resources for BIPOX. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all kinds of great stuff. And it's literally one email a month. Yeah. So I'm not trying to cl- 
clutter your right. inbox one email a month it will not right. hurt go ahead and subscribe go ahead and subscribe <laughs> so yeah um do that we also every month in our um newsletter like i try to we we talk about our faves like something that we're loving that month i try to pick mm-hmm. something from skincare each month though i don't always but yeah so like i am really doubling down on sticking <laughs> Because I am such a person who needs to be able to control something. And right now, we're living in a time where this is just shit that we ain't ever seen before. So many things are outside mm-hmm. of my control, but the one thing I can't control is my skincare routine. So I'm telling y'all, stick to mm-hmm. your skincare routine, drink your water. Um, I got my shipment notification on my fancy skincare. I'm so excited. Really? I'm, like <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little apprehensive, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but I think okay. I am going to try the cleanser. Anywho, um, and we love Rihanna and I'm so proud of her for like setting goals and accomplishing them. Black girl magic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So do all that great stuff. And as Doyen will remind you, call your person and love yes. on you. Love on I mean, you. It's important. Give your titty a little. <laughs> okay. Ladies. Rub, you love guys too. I'm singing a song. Oh, <laughs> I was like, guys can rub their own titties. Okay. It's big. It's biggie, doing it. Oh. Okay, girl. <laughs> You're talking to the girl that just found out that Jay Z didn't say, "Can I get a what what?" Like it, the past three weeks. You f- you just found out what now? Jay-Z didn't say, can I get a wet <gasps> Oh, you just now realizing what the real song is. Can yeah. I get a fuck you? <laughs> I was like, Jay-Z. <laughs> I love doing it so And much. then I was listening to like 50 Cent. He's like, I don't know what you heard about me, but bitch, you can't get a dollar out of me. I was like, what? Now she said Doyen's and then why are people continuing to borrow money from him when he already told you okay. at the beginning of his career, do not okay. get money out of him. Anyways. We love so, y'all. Um, shout out to Sirius XM because yes. they, be, they be schooling me on the real lyrics. Uh, we love yeah. y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully Bye. we brought you some love joy. Y'all. Bye. Bye. Grab your dick if you love hip hop. Rub your titties if you love Big Pop, but gotcha, open off the words I say because Now who smoke more blunts than a little bit? What did you, an idiot? Listen to the lyrics I spit like M1s, got mad guns up in the cabin.